hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is Jamie Thurber, your host. Super happy that you're able to join me here. I hope you're having a freaking killer day wherever you are in the world. Oh boy, it has been an interesting ride these past few weeks, you know? It seems like no matter how much I try to enter into the holidays or really any interaction with the intention of not getting caught up in the hustle and bustle um, that other people are doing or, you know, the rest of the world is doing, I have to battle that occasionally. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is like, you just have to be really intentional and very, very present in order to prevent from getting caught up in that and sucked into that realm when everyone else is kind of panicking or, um, you know, filling their days with things that they don't really want to do or like too many activities in too short of time. So then you're not really enjoying them. I'm sure you know what I mean. When you say yes to a hundred things, And those things would actually probably be fun if you weren't trying to do them all back to back to back with zero energy without handling any of your own shit that needs to be done first or, you know, any of the things that you really want to do, or maybe you just need some downtime, right? We tend to answer, um, to say, yes, we'll do something or commit to something like that, um, before we think, before we give ourselves the opportunity to say, hold on, do I really have the energy or the availability to do that? So that's going to lead me into our conversation today, which is about being present. One of the things I wanted to note on that, though, is a lot of people say, well, what if it's an emergency? You tell somebody no. And I'm thinking, okay, again, the exception to the rule that if obviously if it's an emergency and someone needs me and I have other things going on, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to help that person if at all possible, um, as I'm sure we all would. So don't take what I'm saying out of context in that capacity. Um, what I'm getting at is in those moments where maybe you have a full day on Friday, like this is an example of happened to me not too long ago. I had a full day on Friday and usually I try to keep my Fridays pretty flexible And I had a friend of mine who we usually meet on Fridays and there were several weeks um, where things, just other things came up and it didn't work out. So I sent her a message and I'm like, Hey, let's get back on track, you know, with two o'clock every Friday. She's like, awesome. Sounds good. I'll talk to you tomorrow because I was sending her this message on Thursday when I was kind of going through my plan. And I thought, Oh shit, damn. Okay. Well, tomorrow's pretty full, but yeah. Okay. I can talk to her tomorrow. I'll just move a couple of things around. It's not a big deal. And then I instantly started feeling a little overwhelmed, a little frustrated with myself for saying yes. And realizing that I just basically set myself up to be a little more stressed out, um, for the next day than I needed to be. And so I 
took a deep breath and I kind of looked at the schedule and I just sent her a message and said, Hey, you know what? I said yes to that way too quickly. Uh, Tomorrow's already actually pretty full for me. So can we start back on our plan next week? Um, And, you know, I'm super sorry, but it would just be better for me if we can do that. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you so much for being honest and vulnerable like that. Like that's a great lesson for me too. Thank you so much for sharing. And so it was a really good moment. Cause at first, you know what I'm saying that I felt, I felt kind of bad, you know? Um, cause I eat like literally two hours before I was like, yeah, sure. I'll talk to you tomorrow. When in reality, like I didn't have time to talk to her tomorrow and it was going to put me in a really uncomfortable position, but also like in a spot to where I would be behind on the things that I needed to to handle, which in the past I would do all the time, which would lead me into having a full Saturday and Sunday of work-related shit. You know, when Monday comes around, when I go back on client calls, I don't usually do client calls on the weekends and like I'd be exhausted, you know? So it's definitely um, a very interesting dynamic when you start to realize that if you're just honest with people and upfront, they're going to respect that. And if they don't, then that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But one of the things I want you to remember, kind of like we talked about in another episode is like, you're allowed to take a minute and say, you know what? I need to check my schedule and I'll get back to you. You know, you're allowed to say, you know what? I'm not sure what's on the agenda for Friday. Let me get right back to you or whatever, you know, or you're allowed to say, you know what? actually, that doesn't work for me. How about this day? You know, you're allowed to do that. You don't have to allow other people to dictate your schedule, nor do you have to allow other people's lack of planning to create chaos and emergencies in your world, nor do you have to adjust your own shit to put yourself in an uncomfortable position in order to make time for certain things, for things that aren't necessarily time sensitive or as much of a priority or need to be as much of a priority as far as like have to happen right now, you know? So I want you to keep that in in mind. We're going to go deeper into this conversation of being present. Uh, I think it actually, this is a perfect time of year to talk about this. Like obviously anytime you're listening to this podcast, this is an amazing lesson, but especially around the holidays, because we tend to be spending a little bit more time with our families than we do um, on the average weekend, you know, so being present in the moments, it's, it's more important. And it's something that I think a lot of people are overlooking across the board in life. So this is something that I started taking very seriously a couple years ago, and it drastically changed the relationship that I have with myself and with other people. And it's funny because I'm going to talk about in the ways that I mean, because some of that people aren't super okay with. Like there's a lot of interesting adjustment that comes along with it that I wasn't expecting. So I'm kind of going to give you a little, uh, 360 view of, of that situation that I've gone through. Okay. So one of the things in particular that I think super important is that you need to stop auto responding. What I mean by that is we tend to go through the motions so much that we don't even remember the things that we're doing. We're not present when we're brushing our teeth in the morning. We're not present when we're saying good morning to our spouse or our kids. We're not present when we walk out the door and we are greeted by our neighbor. We're not present when someone asks us how we are um, or we say, hey, how are you? Like we say it and we keep walking. We don't even listen. We don't even stop to see how they really are. Um, Do we really care? But instead we always ask, right? Because that's what we're supposed to do or that's like an auto-programmed thing. So when you can stop that auto-programming and stop that just going through the motions thing, 
it really creates a very different dynamic in your life. So imagine if you see someone and you're like walking past someone and you just say hello, you don't have to ask every single person how they are. Because realistically, if you ask someone how they are, you should stop and wait for an answer. It's a kind thing to do. And it's a lot better of an interaction when you do that. But instead, you can just smile and say hello and walk, keep walking. You know, you don't have to do what the auto, you know, programmed thing is. And when you do that and you're more present with those interactions and you look someone in the face when you're talking to them and you smile and when someone asks you a question, you let them finish talking before you respond. You listen to what they're saying before you're generating an answer in your mind. That's a hard one. That's one that I personally took me a couple years to really get good at. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. But it's really interesting when you start showing up for these interactions, especially in your relationships, um, when you start showing up differently and paying attention differently, you get a different result. Um, It's a lot more fulfilling. Like a lot of our really unfulfilled or hurt feelings, um, kind of down, a lot of those feelings can come from being engaged in a situation, or maybe, you know, you have a house full of people over, or maybe you're at dinner, or maybe you're sitting in bed with your significant other at the end of the day and the TV's on, you're both on your phones, right? Like, but you haven't really spoken all day. So in those situations, if you decide that you're going to act and behave differently, um, you start to become a lot more fulfilled in your interactions. And a lot of those hurt feelings and a lot of that insecurity is really linked to those moments where we're all, you know, we're all sitting there and sure we might be sitting next to each other, but we're not present in the room. We're not present in the conversation. We don't stop what we're doing when someone asks us a question or we don't put our phone down when somebody wants to chat or whatever, but we're also not willing to be open about that and honest. So, you know, for example, if you were in the middle of doing something on your phone and someone walks in and starts talking to you, it's okay for you to say, Hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, or Hey, I'm finishing something. Give me just a minute. And they'll be, I mean, okay, cool. But don't be like, "Uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. mm Mm-hmm. And just keep scrolling because that's fucking rude. Because guess, and then guess what? You're creating resentment. You're like literally putting fuel on a fire that eventually becomes an argument. Um, Then we tend to have guilt sometimes in those situations when someone's like, well, you're always on your phone and you didn't hear me, or you're always preoccupied with this and you didn't pay attention. Like all of those moments that I know that as I'm saying this, you've felt or experienced at one point in your life. All of that stuff can be avoided by you being, number one, communicating really clearly um, about your boundaries and about what you're doing, but also making the decision to give people your attention. What I mean by that is, you know what, if you don't have have an idea today, like if you're exhausted and your energy is spent, then tell the person that. Say, hey, you know what, I love you, but I have had a really long day. Can we talk about this tomorrow? Or can we talk about this later? Because I just need a little quiet time, or I just need to go, you know, do this, or I just need to whatever. So being in communicating that with people. And here's what I mean. People, I, I know there are some of you who are listening to this right now and saying, well, I could never say that to my husband because he'd get his feelings hurt. Or I can never say that to my wife because she would get huff and puff and walk away. Well, here's the thing. If you're saying it in a kind and compassionate way, if your intention behind your words is pure, It's received a lot differently. Trust me when I say that. So this is going to take you being present with yourself. This is going to take you making time for that mindfulness practice or for that ability for you to take a minute and listen to your own thoughts and talk about what it is that you're actually wanting or needing a little bit differently than you have in the past. 
Um, I'm a firm believer in your mood, your intention, your vibe that you put behind anything that you're saying or doing. It's felt by the other people. You know, I have people, you'll, you've probably heard this all over the internet. If you're not getting haters all the time, then you're not saying anything big and big and bad enough. And I'm like, okay, I get that. Like, I understand where that's coming from. But at the same time, like I say some pretty interesting things that ruffle some feathers or really dig deep and are, you know, peeling back some layers of people that they're really not excited about most of the time. And I don't get a lot of people, you know, attacking me. And here's why, because I come across in a compassionate way, not judgmental, not harsh, not rude, not egotistical, like none of the intention behind what I'm saying is to make anyone else feel bad or make them think that I know everything or any of that. The intention behind what I'm saying is pure. It's honest. It's compassion. It's kindness. It's love, right? So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I don't ever snap at people or like maybe get snarky occasionally, but to be super honest, like it rarely happens because it's just not worth it. You know, and when you can behave and communicate in a different way, it opens up so many different doors. And one of the first methods to really creating that for yourself is focusing on being present. It's focusing on being in the moments versus distracted, um, sucked into your phone, tuned out, turned off, not paying attention. So this can mean making a boundary with your phone, which is a very difficult thing for a lot of people. Um, it's definitely something that people struggle with. Like I created an entire little program. It's not a really long or big program, but it's a small program called the distraction detox because this is such an issue. Um, but basically in a nutshell, what that does is give you some apps and give you some options of how to set some boundaries on when you're using your phone. Um, and allow you to be more present and not be controlled, you know, by social media or whatever apps they are that are maybe drawing you away. So maybe thinking about, you know, putting some of those boundaries in place could be necessary for you. And don't feel stupid. A lot of people feel really stupid and shameful about that. But it's like, dude, in the world we live in, it is a legit thing. Like it happens to a lot of people. So there's nothing to be ashamed of. But what I wanted to say is a couple of ways for you other than just the phone thing which we'll talk more about, but a couple of other ways is like, if you take care of business during the time that you have to take care of business, like if you're focused on your shit, um, it makes it a lot easier to be present when somebody asks you a question or when you come home from the day or you're at lunch, you know, it makes it a little bit easier for you to be able to take a minute and either communicate your needs, um, clearly or say, Hey, you know what? I don't have the energy right now. Or, Hey, can you give me a minute? or whatever, it makes it easier for you to have the time and the space for that when you're taking care of business during the timeframes that you have available for that. Because when you're overwhelmed and you're having chaotic life, right? Chaotic life. Um, it's difficult to be present because you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're answering really quick. You're not thinking before you respond. You're saying yes to too many things. There are no real boundaries when you're in that state of mind. Um, so it makes it difficult for you to practice the act of being present. So one of the things to, yeah. So basically that's like a number one thing is try your best to be focused on work and on task related things during the time that you have allotted for that. Um, the more you do that and the more productive you are in those situations, it's going to impact positively, um, many areas of your life, but it also allows you the ability to be more present. Um, Another way to do that is to really get a handle on what's going on inside of your head. 
Um, what I mean by that is you can use meditation. And when I say meditation, a lot of people like squirm or they're like, yeah, okay, Jamie. And so there's something I want to say about this more in detail. So meditation can be sitting cross-legged on the floor, you know, with your fingers on your knees and going, doing ohms and listening to clinky meditation music if you want to with candles lit and incense and doing that with your eyes closed. That can absolutely be an active meditation. It's something I've come to learn and enjoy. It's something that I want you to know is a skill. It is something you learn over time. It is not something that you sit down once and your mind is just ultimately clear and you're the peaceful person. That's not how it is. So don't get distracted if you do try or get discouraged. I mean, if you do try to add this in specifically like that kind of meditation. Um, meditation can be using a guided app. So there's a couple of apps that I'll actually link below. One that I love a lot is called um, Insight Timer. And that's because it's free and there's a ton that you can search times and different topics and things like that. It's a really cool app. Um, also one of my beautiful friends, Greg Anderson actually started an app. Um, gosh, I guess it's almost been a year ago where he hosts live guided meditations. And I'll tell you what, the energy on a live guided meditation is unlike anything you've experienced on an app that's pre-recorded because it is just a very different way to connect. And it's really cool. And I also like it because you have to show up at a certain time. So it's kind of like an appointment. So it tends to make it something that's an easier part of your practice to keep. Um, okay, I went down the tangent of meditation there for a minute, but I will, um, his, his app is called One Mind, and I will link that below as well. But so another thing, my whole point here was meditation can be you just being quiet. That can be you stepping outside for five minutes or just a couple of minutes, taking a few deep breaths and looking around, like notice something. What color is the tree? How cold is it? Is there a breeze? Where's the sun? Is there any flowers blooming? Is there anything like, what do you notice? That's practicing being present in a really simplistic way. And that can be considered meditation. Practicing being present, meaning you're paying attention to your surroundings. You're hearing noises. You're smelling smells. You're seeing different colors and different things. You're actually paying attention to what's going on around you. And doing that for a couple minutes every day can ultimately shift your ability to be present in any other situation and gives you a slows things down for you in a really cool way by using, even after using such a simple tool, right? Um, as that. So I highly suggest that you make that a point. Anytime you're feeling frustrated or flustered or like you can't focus or you're exhausted in the middle of the day or any of thing, anything like that, get up, step outside and take a look around. I promise you, like you guys will be like, let me know when you do it. Let me know how beautiful of a difference it makes because it really does help you bring yourself back to the present moment. Anytime that you feel yourself spinning, like, so I suffer from anxiety. Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of people do. When that starts to become present, one of the things that I do is this practice because it brings me back into my present body. It brings me back into a different side um, level of awareness which is what being present really means is being aware and being in the moments versus going through the motions or worrying about the past or worrying about the future, right? We want to be present in the moments as much as we can. So a couple other things that I'm going to talk about real quickly um, is, yes, 
practice putting your phone away more often. You don't need it in your hand. You don't need to respond to every Facebook message the moment that it's sent. You don't need to see every notification. You don't need to respond to every text message the second it comes through. Um, those types of things. Like, start to detach yourself from that control that it has over you. One of the things that I really suggest for a lot of people is, especially with social media, is turn off the notifications. Um, I run a primarily virtual business where a lot of my interaction, a lot of my businesses ran on social media and through text and through Facebook messenger with my clients. And I have not had my notifications on, on my phone in like four years. Um, so I promise you that if there's an emergency, someone's going to call you. They're going to call you. They're going to call you. So you don't have to be so obsessively attached to those messages because it's, it's not serving you. Um, and so making that a rule is really helpful. Another thing that I do highly suggest, and I talk about this a lot in that distraction detox thing I was referencing earlier, is utilizing the do not disturb options on your cell phone. And here's why this is lucrative and important. So you can set on iPhones and Androids, you can set the options to where your favorites, like the contacts on your list, your favorite people on your contacts list can ring through when your phone's on do not disturb. And anybody who calls more than once in a 10 minute period will, will ring through. So that way you're not getting distracted by a random text message from somebody that you don't really ever talk to very much that doesn't need anything other than like, Hey, what was the name of that book you told me about last week when I saw you, right? Like that doesn't need to be something that's distracting you from the present moment. And obviously if it's your people and it's like your family, like I have, you know, my handful of like best, best friends that are basically like my sisters on there. I have my brother and his wife, my parents, my boyfriend, like those are the people that are on my do not disturb list. And so meaning they can ring through, like they ding. So if they call me, they, I know that they, you know, need me and whatever, whatever. So utilizing that is really helpful. There's studies that show that every time our phone dings or something um, distracts us, whether you're in your office and someone walks in, um, you're in a meeting, or you allow like your email to like ding on your computer and it distracts you, it literally takes, I think they said like 15 minutes or like 11 minutes, I think it might be, to bring us back to being in a focused state of mind every time that happens. So if you look at your day... <laughs> statistically people spend, I think it's like less than an hour each day of their like nine hour workday of actually being focused in on a task because of the fact that they don't remove the distractions and allow themselves to be focused or present. So that's, again, that's a whole nother <laughs> conversation, but interesting fact, right? So utilizing that and every phone has it, like I said, you go into your um, notification settings, you'll see do not disturb and you can go in and adjust the details. Um, I highly suggest it. It allows a lot of freedom. It allows a lot of not feeling anxious, like you're going to miss an emergency. You know, like for example, my mom had a heart attack um, two years ago about, I think it was about two years ago or a year and a half ago. She had a heart attack. Like, of course I would have fucking hated if I had missed that phone call. Right. But knowing that I have this set up, I know I'm not going to miss that phone call, but I also am not going to get distracted by somebody asking me for the name of a podcast that I told them I was going to send them either because that's not an emergency, nor does it, you know, frequent me to stop what I'm doing in that very moment to respond. It, it pulls you away from being in the present moments. It pulls you away from um, 
actually hearing people and responding and interacting in the present moment versus, you know, those auto responses or you just basically, uh-huh, 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 yeah, and, you know, agreeing to things in, in that capacity. So keeping that in mind, definitely, if you guys use that, I would love to hear about it because I think it's a great tool. I also always want to reference when I talk about being present, I'm sure you guys have seen the meme, maybe you haven't, um, but there's a meme out there somewhere um, that I saw years ago where it's, there's like a parade going by. And so they see, or maybe it was like the Pope or somebody was going to drive by the street and you see all of these people with their cell phones out, taking a recording or taking a photo. And then you see this older woman who's just standing there experiencing the moment, smiling and experiencing every moment of it. Now, I remember seeing that and thinking to myself, hmm, that's super interesting because I do that. I would, I would do that. I would take a video. I would take a picture. I was the girl who was videoing freaking the fireworks, right? Or p- clips of a concert. Like when was the last time you went back and watched a clip of a concert that you recorded? When was the last time you went back and watched the fireworks? You know what I mean? Like doing it real quick, a clip for like Snapchat or Instagram, that's a different story. But having that be how you experience every moment is through the lens of your phone you might want to pay attention to that because again, like a lot of this unfulfilled hurt feelings, it's like just not feeling connected thing that the majority of our population is complaining about. And it's a real thing and it's hurting them and it's bringing down your mood and it's causing depression. It's causing you to feel isolated and unwanted and unloved and all of these things. A lot of that is ignited by the fact that you're living with your phone in your hand, you're living in in a space where you're not being present and actually engaging with people when you have a human being in front of you that wants to love you and wants to give you attention and wants to fulfill whatever that need is that you have. Um, So just keep that in mind. You know, I'm a single woman and I've lived alone for many years now. And like, I always keep my phone in my pocket when I go outside or go to my car or go to the bathroom or anything just in case because you never know. But that doesn't mean that I'm looking at it. That doesn't mean that I'm constantly engaged in the phone because when I used to be that way, I was frantic. I was frazzled. My life was much more chaotic than it is now. And I was unfulfilled. I truly was. I was seeking conversations and seeking joy from places that all kinds of different places, conversations with people I didn't even really like or care about through my phone simply because I didn't feel connected and I didn't feel fulfilled. And that was not any other problem other than the fact that I wasn't being present in moments. And that was, a you know, and obviously doing a lot of that mindset work and, you know, bringing yourself back to the present moment allows you to then recognize, okay, well, what am I looking for? And and that's, again, a very deep thing where you can start really going into that emotional healing and that talk therapy and all that stuff within yourself to really um, resolve a lot of those things and bring yourself to a place of feeling fulfilled and of being the person who brings your own joy to your life, um, your own light to your life, your own happiness to your life. This is a big key component of that. So I think it's an extremely important conversation. And to be super honest with you, this is probably going to be a conversation that we talk about several times on the podcast because here we are. I think I'm almost, I'm getting really close to the time limit I try to keep these at and I could keep talking for forever because it is such a robust topic and it is so important. Um, So I hope that this is resonating with you guys. Um, I wanted to tell you a quick story that I find to be really entertaining (laughs) 
So when I first started my business, especially before I learned a lot of this stuff, but when I, you know, didn't know as much about human behavior and about the psyche of our brains and like the attachment to our phones and being present and, you know, personal development in general, you know, so five or six years ago, and I didn't know as much about it as I know now, um, I was running a, you know, virtual business, building it from the ground up using my cell phone. So when I was, so I was in that space. That's why I'm so passionate about telling you this. Cause I remember being in that moment where I felt like I had to answer questions like in the moment and things like that. When I can tell you from my own experiences that that isn't necessary. But so I remember people would say, oh, you always have your phone in your hand. And they would be kind of poking fun at me, like just making a joke, a friend or a family member. But then there would be these moments where they would be like mad at me, right? Like they would be pissed at me about something. God knows what, like I didn't answer them right away, or maybe I didn't hear what they had to say or whatever. And the thing that they would throw in my face first was you have your phone in your hand all the time. How could you not answer me? You know, or I remember there was a time in Tony and I's relationship way back in the day where he's like, I feel like it's me, you and your phone in a relationship. And that was again, totally different version of Jamie. We're talking like six, seven years ago. And now I think back on it and it makes me laugh because I'm like, dude, they were all super right. But now that is so far from being anything that someone can say to me about, you know, that's a reality. So it was funny because not too long ago, I had a friend or like an acquaintance, I guess that didn't, doesn't know me very well anymore, but I was closer with back in the day, um, that said something to me about how I hadn't responded in a couple of days to a message that they had sent me. And I was, and they were being snarky about it. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry. Like I don't, answer or open, you know, messages until I can actually give that person in that message the time and attention it deserves. So I'm just getting back to you right now, you know, and that's why. And not that I owed them an explanation, but, you know, I felt the need in the moment to say that. And the response was, oh, that's bullshit. You run a social media-based business and your phone is always in your hand. And so it was entertaining to me because I could literally, because I sat there and thought for a minute, again, like deja vu, right? Um, I'd been in that situation before several years ago. And in this moment, like I said, this just happened like a month ago, maybe. And I was like, that's so funny. Like they obviously haven't been around me in quite a long time because I rarely take my phone out when I'm like at dinner or at an event. Like it stays in my purse unless it's time to take a picture, you know, um, or unless I have a couple of moments of quiet to myself when I want to like respond to a couple of things or something. But yeah. So I really take my phone out. So in that moment, I thought, you know what, do I say something or do I not say something? And in the moment I did, I was like, you know, I get where you're coming from, but that's actually not true. Like I actually don't keep my phone in my hand all the time. I would go crazy if I did. My job entails me to be connected to human beings and to listen and to pour my energy into them every day, all day. If I had my phone in my hand still, boy, oh boy, would my energy be on a totally different level in a bad way, right? And I wouldn't be able to support the people that I support in the way that I do, let alone, and, and still be able to function and be healthy. Like it just wouldn't be the reality anymore. And it was funny because they were like, oh, you know, I'm like, yeah, and just because I, rec- you know, run a social media-based business, I like, I have specific times that I post, you know, or I have someone who helps me, like I'll write it and they'll, I will pre-schedule it or whatever. You know, I'm not constantly on there anymore because I want to be present because I want to listen to you when you're talking to me. I want to see the light in your face when you talk about something that you love. I want to notice the mannerism that you make every single time one thing happens. I want to notice the 
like way the way people behave and the way that they show up and all the beautiful things about life. Like I want to see that and I want that for all of you. I want you to notice the joy in things. Like every morning when you pour a cup of coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, I hope you are because you know it's so good. Every morning when you pour a cup of coffee and you hold that mug and you take the first sip and it's like so fucking delightful. Like it's so delightful and it just makes your whole everything so happy. Like if you're not experiencing that little moment every single day in the way that I just described it, I welcome you to take that challenge. Whatever that thing is that you do that brings you joy, like let it bring you joy. You know, pay attention to those little things and then you're going to find more of them. The more that you pay attention to that stuff, the more you're going to find those good things. You know, same thing with like, Everybody complains about how horrible people are. And don't get me wrong, but I'm not always my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? My faith in, in the kindness of humanity sometimes is questioned. I get that. But I'll tell you what, more times than not, I don't run across people who are angry or rude or disrespectful simply because I, ch- I think I just choose not to attract that or engage or behave that way. So I, even if they were, I don't notice it at all. And I'm very aware of my surroundings. So I don't know, but I'll just say that like when the, what you focus on amplifies and you, you attract more of. So when you focus on those joyful moments and being present in those joyful moments, you're going to find more of them a hundred percent. I know you will. So we are a little over the time I like. I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with taking that time in trying that practice of going outside and just looking around, maybe you name five things. You notice five things and take five breaths out there and notice how much that changes things for you. And if you want to get really exciting and or get really you know committed and do some of these other things I talked about, that's good too. But if the only thing you can commit to is trying that outside practice of noticing what's around you, it's going to help you become more present. And again, this is a practice. So keep doing it. It'll keep getting easier. It'll keep getting better. And you're going to start to notice the changes, the shifts. You're going to reap the rewards uh, of this for sure. I promise you will. And when you do, it's a beautiful thing. So Thank you guys so much for being here with me, for listening to these conversations, for being a part of them. It means the world to me. Like if you can't tell, this stuff lights me up and this is why I'm here on this planet. I know it. So the fact that you're here listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, if you liked this conversation, please feel free to share it with anyone that you think would benefit from it. Share it with your followers on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Leave a review below if you haven't already. That helps us get this message out in front of more people, um, which is the ultimate goal to raise the overall vibration of the planet so we can all be better. So I appreciate you. And until next time, I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your day.